0: If you are a business owner, a content creator, or a person with a message to share with the world, I want to help you share it. When I started my podcast, I had no idea what I wanted to do. But what I did is I turned on a microphone and started talking and talking about the things that I cared about, talking directly to the people who I wanted to hear it helped me figure out what I wanted to do in this world. It helped me find my purpose and it helped me reach my audience. And now I'm creating my first course to teach you how to do that too. I'm so excited to be hosting a podcast masterclass on September 29th, where I will be sharing how to start a podcast and market it to your audience. If you want in, make sure to check out www.katdelcarmen.com dot com slash podcast masterclass to sign up and be the first to know about all the details about my podcast marketing course. I hope to see you there. And I'm so, so excited about how your message is going to change your life and your audience's life. What is up, y'all? My name is Kat Del Carmen, wife, mama, and go freaking getter. It took me 10 years to finish college, 20 jobs to build a six-figure career, and all of that led me to starting my own business and leaving that behind. All my setbacks have helped me gain the confidence I need to think bigger and create the life of my dreams. If you have an idea that you want to pursue and fear is stopping you, You're in the right place. Welcome to the Follow That Fear podcast, a show dedicated to empowering you to follow that fear, pursue what is calling you, and take it one step at a time. what is up y'all welcome to the follow that fear podcast i'm so glad you are back here thank you so much i really 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 appreciate your time and if you've listened to an episode in the past it would mean so much to me if you took one moment just to screenshot this and post it on your social medias stories or posts or whatever, but it would mean so, so much to me. This is how my podcast is growing. And if you don't share, if you don't spread the word, it really just doesn't happen. So thank you so much ahead of time. Today, I'm so excited because I'm going to be talking about five mistakes that I made since I've started this podcast. So relevant to my podcast. I have learned a lot. (laughs) I've learned a lot about podcasting since I've started this podcast and today I have reflected back on from when I started Follow That Fear and I wanted to share five things that I wish I would have done differently, like five mistakes that I've made. And now I'm looking back like, dang, I wish I should have done that. I wish I did that. But um, yeah, I'm sharing this because I hope that when you start a podcast at any point, if you start a podcast at any point, that you can take something away from this. This can also be relevant to a blog or a YouTube channel or whatever the case is, um, because really it's just about content. But these are the lessons that I have learned, some mistakes that I've made that have really, really helped. Once I kind of learned them, they've really helped build my business and build the growth of this podcast. But if I would have done it sooner, things would have been a little bit differently. I already know. All right, guys, let's get started with number one launch strategy. It is so freaking important. To have a launch strategy before you actually launch a project or a podcast or a piece of content or a clothing line or a whatever. Like it could be a new product, even. We have to take the opportunity to make our like whatever things we're working on we gotta make them a big deal because although it can feel a little self-centered to us sometimes it could feel like ah, it's really not that big of a deal but in reality it is a huge huge deal and we it is our responsibility that we go out there and we actually create some type of plan around a launch so we can try to get the most success out of the launch as possible. So an example of this, of why this was a mistake for me is when I started my podcast, I had zero launch strategy. And when I say zero, I mean zero. Literally, and if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you kind of know my story, but I made the podcast one day, I recorded some episodes the next day, and like, not the day, maybe like within a week. And I literally just shared one post on social media saying, I have exciting announcement tomorrow. And that's all I said. Like that was it. And a part of me is like, ah, I should have launched this. But I know that me not launching it perfectly had a lot to do with my story in general. So there's definitely a lot of lessons learned there. But things would have been so much better if I launched this um, better. So like I learned my lesson, like for example, now I'm working on my first uh, digital course and now I have like a complete promo plan. I am taking advantage of absolutely everything that I can to launch my product now. So here's what I'm doing for my product. I have a complete promo plan, right? So I have a whole bunch of pieces of content that I am sharing leading up to my pod, um, to my digital course reveal, and I'm revealing it at a podcast masterclass. So number one, I'm putting together a class, a value-filled class, where my audience will learn something, but I also get to share my product with them, my digital product with them. So the point of this is, number one, I want to create a space for people who are truly interested and people who truly want to learn. I want to set them up with some valuable content and then also take advantage of that time so I can introduce them to my product. And these are people who are likely the perfect audience for my product. So I, one, I'm doing a webinar, doing a class to launch my product Number two, I have a complete promo plan that lasts about three weeks and I'm already in it already. This is actually part of it. I'm talking about podcasting today and some mistakes I've made. So, the reason I'm talking about mistakes I've made in my podcast is one, This topic is going to be very relevant to a person who wants to start a podcast. And if, or if you have a podcast and maybe it's like not as successful as you want, this would be a good um, episode for you to listen to. And I'm talking about my course. I'm telling you literally about my course. So all of this is threaded into each other. It can be very like, sometimes it can feel salesy and like markety, but at the end of the day, like it's not because... I'm doing this with my heart in the front. You know what I mean? Like I am creating this course because I want to help people build their podcast audience, build their downloads. I want to help people get their message in front of their right People And the reason I want that is because I know so many podcasters who started a podcast and then like quickly gave up. And I believe their message is strong. Like the message is there. The hard part is the marketing. And that's why I'm creating a podcast marketing course. So again, I have a promo plan for this, for the launch of my digital course. I have my class that I'm putting together as a part of my digital course. I hired my first VA. Well, not technically VA. She's like um, a content manager that's gonna help me. Um, I hired her, first person I've ever hired for my business. Um, I'm really doing all of these things to launch my course. I'm also using um, utilizing my email list. I'm sending emails. And um, making sure that like podcasting folks who are interested in podcasting are top of mind and I'm giving them value for the next three weeks, the next two weeks before I launch my course. So all of this is a launch strategy. So this is why it's so important. If you are launching a podcast, it's going to look a little bit different but we have to have some strategy behind it if we want it to really be successful and if we want to get in front of the people who need our show the most. So I hope that was helpful. So that was number one mistake I made when I launched my podcast. I didn't have a launch strategy, like nothing happened. (laughs) Um, Number two, I didn't promote a freebie from the get. So this is such a huge lesson, guys, and I'm going to be... Um this is going to be a, a definitely in my podcast marketing course if I could do this all over again number 1 I would have started my podcast I would have given away a freebie since the beginning of my podcast And I would have started collecting email addresses from people who are interested in what I'm doing from the get. This is so vital, guys, because this can really set you up for some major success if you start this early. Like I think back of when I started my podcast and I'm like, gosh darn it, if I would have Started promoting a freebie, sharing a freebie that is valuable to my audience from the beginning, I would have so many more freaking email addresses. But lesson learned, guys, lesson learned. And the reason um creating a freebie is important is one to obviously collect email addresses, but two, I really believe that what your email list are folks that are like really interested in what you're doing. They are people who are like not only am I into what you're doing, but I am clicking this button. I'm giving you my information because I really want the value that you give. And for me, that almost feels like a filter. Like it filters out all your followers that are really like in it, right? Like they want to hear what you have to say. So number two mistake, I didn't create a freebie from the get. And if I would have done it again, if I could do this again, I would start promoting a freebie within my podcast from the beginning. All right. Mistake number three. I didn't treat my podcast like a business. Here's the thing. I You know, I I say this was a mistake because if I would have just played bigger and if I would have really, I mean, in all honesty, if I wouldn't have let my insecurities get to me, I could have... I could have really formalized my podcast from the beginning. And you guys, I'm not even kidding. This is why I'm creating my podcast marketing course. Because when I started my podcast, I kind of was just doing it. Like if you've listened to my podcast, you know my story. I was taking action. I was doing it scared. I I didn't even edit my first three episodes. I was like, nope, nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to stop me. So I'm not saying like, I wish I could go back because I'm, I'm a big believer in like everything happens for a reason. And like the reason I'm here now is because I started with so much action, but I want to teach the better way. Like I really, really, really want to teach the better way. And a couple months into podcasting, I, I would Google all the time, how to market my podcast, marketing tips for podcasters, how to get more downloads And I realized that there just wasn't a course out there. Like there wasn't. I mean, you could look right now. There were so many courses on how to start a podcast. My course is not going to be how to start a podcast. I believe starting a podcast is fairly simple and all the information you need is online. Like legit, all the information you need is online. I'm going to be offering some like checklists and some resources to start a podcast within the course. But the actual, like the actual course, the actual content is going to be about growing your podcast and getting your podcast in front of the right people, in front of your people. And the reason I'm doing this is because when I first started my podcast, I didn't treat it like a business and I wish I would have, I think my heart was in the right place. I really was just speaking with a lot of heart, but now I'm like, I should have been speaking with a lot of heart and I should have been having like a marketing strategy. I should have been promoting it more. I should have just treated it more like a business so I could get it in front of more people. I hope that makes sense. So number three, I didn't treat it like a business and I really, really wish I would have. Number four mistake I made is I didn't batch record. So batch recording or batch, you could, batch is just like a batch, right? Like doing it multiple times. But batch recording is basically recording multiple episodes in one sitting. Like right now I'm recording this episode and I'm recording another one after that. To be completely honest, this is still something I struggle with. Still something I work on, but batch recording makes your life easier as a podcaster. It really really does. If you're um if you have a podcast and you record like a little bit at a time or a little bit as you go, It just is a struggle because you always have to hold yourself accountable. Like, there are many, many times where before my podcast launch, uh, before my episodes get published on Wednesdays, on Tuesday, I'm recording super late night. Like, it is a struggle. There has been times where I'm literally recording and I'm publishing the episode on Wednesday at like 1 a.m. because I procrastinated so much. I highly highly recommend to batch record. Get some topics together, get some outlines together for each topic and then record as much as you can at once so you can chill for those weeks and just work on the publishing of it, work on the editing of it, work on anything like that. But like no joke if I could do this again, I would have created a better system just to make it easier on myself because if we really want to hold ourselves accountable, it, it we got to make it easy, right? We got to make it as easy as possible for ourselves and I highly, highly, highly recommend batch recording and honestly, it's something that I still have to work on. Um, I'm just, I'm not a super organized person, <laughs> so it's hard for me, but it's not an excuse. Like, I'm kind of over my own excuses right now, so batch recording is something I'm going to get better and better and better at. and And it's something I wish I would have started in the beginning by doing that. All right. Number five, number five mistake I made with my podcast is I didn't pitch myself enough to be on other shows again, this is something I still, still struggle with. I think I've done a good job pitching myself to be on other people's platforms, um, and pitch to a lot of guests to be on my show, but I haven't pitched myself to be on other podcasts, which I do have a couple podcasts coming out that I'm the guest on and I'm super excited about, but, but, I should have really been doing this from the beginning. And I think pitching yourself is always feels a little bit weird. And I know influencers have to kind of get used to this pretty quickly. If you're serious about influencing, that's one of the first things you got to do is start pitching yourself, but it's completely necessary for business, especially in the digital, um, business fields. Like if you have a digital business at all, pitching yourself, in so many ways, it could be in so many ways, is really, really important. So for example, I'll tell you about the time I pitched to Erin Winters. She is Erin On Demand on YouTube. She's a YouTuber with over 100K um, followers or subscribers on YouTube. And she's built this great business for herself. She has a membership program for her audience and she just does a lot. So I became... A member of her membership, and within it's like a Facebook group. And within the Facebook group, I noticed that a lot of people were asking about podcasting. At that time, I had maybe 2,000 downloads, and I was just growing. I was just growing my podcast. Maybe I had a little bit more, but I was in the beginning. And I saw that a lot of people were asking about podcasting, so I emailed her and I pitched myself and I said, Hey, uh, my name's Kat. I'm a part of, you know, your membership. I noticed a lot of people within your group asking about podcasting. I want, and I want to, you know, raise my hand to let you know if there's anything, any type of collaboration we can do to help your audience. I would 100% be down. I'd be excited. Here are some ideas. Like obviously it was like a formal email, but I pitched myself and I wanted to be clear that like, when I pitched myself, number one, it was about her and her audience. I didn't pitch myself like, oh, I think it'd be a great idea if I was if we did some type of collaboration. No, I pitched myself saying, hey, I noticed a lot of questions about podcasting, and I want to help you and be a solution for you because I know she doesn't have a podcast. So those are the opportunities. Like when we pitch to people, guys, and this is like a pet peeve of mine because I have a lot of people pitch to me. And I'm like, no, like my podcast is so valuable to me. My, my audience, I don't want to waste my time with some like random guest. And when people pitch to me, they're like, hi, oh, I think, you know, if you ever need a, a guest for this, let me know. No, like send me a whole email, send me why you think it would be relevant to my audience. What value can you bring? Like that is how we pitch to people, guys. So the first time I pitched, it was to Erin and I gave her all these reasons of value that I could bring to her audience. And I noticed something within her own audience and called it out. So a couple weeks later, she got back to me and she's like, let's do a YouTube live together. Let's do a YouTube live. It'll be a easy conversation and it'll be fun. So I did it. No... Freaking joke, guys! After that live, I probably gained two hundred followers on Instagram. I gained like maybe I think it was like ninety, not ninety, maybe like sixty people on my email list because I also, I also prepped a freebie just for her audience. So when I went on the YouTube live, I was like, hey guys, I have a freebie. Because that was my opportunity, right? Like anytime I got an opportunity, I was like, I got to take advantage. So I had a freebie because I wanted to collect email addresses. Now I'm using that exact list, email list, and I'm selling this course that I'm making. This is why I stress an email list so much in like my past episodes or on, you know, my content. An email list is so important because if you do the work of just collecting email addresses, When you're ready to launch, when you're ready to launch, you have a whole other segment of marketing. You're not only marketing on social, you're marketing on email. So that's why it was so important to me to actually do the work to pitch myself and to make this freebie and to do all that because it really helped me grow. And if I made one mistake since I started my podcast, it would be I wish I pitched myself more, and this is something that I'm working on right now, because I this is how honestly I've I've been able to grow at the pace I want to grow at. Honestly, a part of me is like God, I gotta grow faster, I gotta go faster. But to be honest, my life's a little hectic, so like I gotta be patient with myself and my growth. But in reality, I wish I would have pitched myself more from the beginning. And I honestly wish I could pitch my, I honestly need to pitch more right now even. So I hope these five mistakes I made with my podcast, I hope these are learning lessons to you. I hope that if you took anything away from this, that like we got to show up bigger. And when we show up, we got to like show up like it's a business because we're going to thank ourselves later for doing that. So I'm going to run through these one more time. Five mistakes I made. Five mistakes I made with my podcast. Five mistakes I've made with my podcast and lessons I have learned. Number one, I didn't have a launch strategy. Number two, I didn't promote a freebie from the beginning. Number three, I didn't treat my podcast like a business. Number four, I didn't start batch recording until late, late, late in the game. And number five, I didn't pitch myself to be on other shows, on other opportunities. I just didn't do it from the beginning. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful to you. If you took away anything from this episode, I want to invite you to my podcast masterclass where I'm going to be showing you how to build a purposeful podcast in seven days. And I will be launching my course and giving all the details about it, which is called podcast marketing class. This course is going to give you Everything I wish I would have known, everything I wish I would have done before I started my podcast. I've learned so much in this journey of podcasting, and now I really, really want to share that information with you. So if you are interested, check out slash podcast masterclass. One word or one long. Words, no spaces, nothing like that. Check it out and you can sign up. The podcast masterclass is on September 29th and I'm so, so freaking excited about it. And I want to invite you because if you want to create content, if you want to create a podcast, if you have a podcast that you've given up on, if you have a podcast that didn't go as well as you thought, this literal course is for you because I learned. I had to learn the hard way of how to market my podcast, and now I want to show you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Again, if you've taken any value from today's show, from any show, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a written review. A written review on Apple Podcasts would mean so, so much if You know, so when I read those, that is my fuel to keep going. So it would mean so much if you could leave me your thoughts on the podcast. Um, And yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and we'll talk soon. Bye.